0: is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, doctors, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the Healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the Healthcare Wrap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists. Where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door. Where truth drops like an atom bomb, and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing, and explain how we can do better.
1: Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The Healthcare Wrap. I'm your host, Jared Johnson, and I'm here with my co-host, Peter Balistrieri. What's up, what's up, Jared? Peter, what's the news on the street?
2: You know that uh, it's still hot here, and uh, but we're getting nicer at night and in the morning, so that's a good thing. So
1: people listening may think that it, it's always hot in Phoenix because we've been broadcasting since about April.
2: yes. Yes. But it is actually always hot in Phoenix. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just kidding. It's it, it's getting better. It's getting better. But I am just gonna say I love today's topic. But I think you said you wanted to talk about something before we get into that because I think this is a great topic today. So this is like our teaser. We're gonna tease you right now. Stay tuned for a great topic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's cool. No, the the thing I was just gonna mention was how people can engage with us. So if you're listening for the first time, uh, welcome to this program. Uh, we're glad you can join us. Uh, we hope you'll subscribe to this program. It's really simple subscribe to us, give us a shout out on Twitter, we're at healthcarewrap, and you can always find us on LinkedIn, both of our profiles, were very active there, and man, uh, can't wait to meet some of y'all at conferences and, and yeah. the like, so definitely, uh, tell your friends and family about this program, uh, we're a little offbeat, and I think that's on purpose. It is, And it is, we, we've hit the mark, so to speak. Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, am I going to disagree with that? <laughs> I hope not, I hope not, I'm ready to go. Cool, so we're going to save some time, we're going to dive right into the rap battle. Rap Battle! So Rap Battle is where we challenge assumptions about future of healthcare, ladies and gentlemen. Because frankly, that's where this is. We're not talking about the past anymore. We're talking about how do we bridge the gap to the future. So today's Rap Battle is talking about an assumption about... We're going to focus on marketing departments with this, but it really can relate to pretty much any department in healthcare, I'm telling you. It's how do we stop being reactive. So the the assumption that we're challenging is that... There's no way to stop being reactive in marketing. In other words, that we're always going to play from behind. We're always going to be behind the curve. And right off the bat, just to get us started, I feel like some of that is a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more we hear things about how healthcare is behind the times and about how healthcare marketing is behind other industries, I mean, it's true, right? It really is true. And it might be true for the foreseeable future, Sometimes I wonder if the more we say it, the more we kind of it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that it's that it's true. If that if we accept that, that's the reality, then we don't necessarily put that extra effort into changing, into trying to make up for lost time and to try to get less behind the curve and eventually get ahead of that curve. So we're really challenging a couple of different things today, and I'd like to think of it in these terms. Because we all know, I mean, we'd like to think of this program as the reality check yeah, <laughs> for right. for all of you out there. We know the reality is that we get project requests every day. We have folks asking us uh, to do things every day, and a lot of those things make sense. Some of them don't always, and so we, we get to deal with that. But we do that in the right way, and we explain, you know, what we can do if a request, uh, if there's a better way of doing something than what was asked. So, how do we get out of that mindset and into the mindset of really innovating and i'll give you an example peter there's a book i read years ago called blue ocean strategy and it describes the difference between blue oceans and red oceans mm. and it was specifically referring to business strategies where red oceans are the ones it's the, they're the battlefields out there there've been a lot of ships they're crowded waters mm-hmm. and there's a lot of blood spilt in the water so mm-hmm. that's why they're red oceans not to you know get too graphic or anything yeah, yeah. but battles have been fought and so that's where you have major competitors going at each other and sometimes everyone wins and sometimes everyone loses but at the end of the day there's a lot of players in those fields and you can contrast that to blue oceans where there's maybe you're the only one sailing in those waters mm-hmm. where there aren't the crowds there aren't the battles being fought most other ships Maybe all other ships don't even know those waters exist. Mm -hmm. It's a new venture. And so how that relates to what we're talking about, quite frankly, is that that's what the book makes the case that that's what we ought to be aiming for, are those blue oceans, not only because sometimes it can lead to the best result, but because sometimes, and quite often, in fact, it's actually more efficient business-wise, because if you're creating, it's it's a longer-lasting strategy to begin with, because if we're always... Trying to figure out what someone else is doing, and then we try to play catch up to them. Well, they, it's not like they've stayed in the same place, they've moved on to something else. Right. And so, you know, we can't keep playing catch up that way. And that comes back to our day to day tasks. How do we find time to do that? How do we find time to innovate? So, you know, the way I've thought of that is that if you're aiming for yesterday's target, you'll never hit today's bullseye.
2: That's right. I mean, I love that quote. And I think that one of the things that I, I think about when, I, when when we talk about this this kind of approach is I like to even think about it from the standpoint of, you know, discipline versus uh, where you work. Because if you're a healthcare marketing VP or, or strategist and you're working for a healthcare system that is, you know, middle of the road, middle America, you know, you're not doing anything pioneering, you're not really getting any new doctors, you're pretty much status quo... It really is incumbent upon you, as the VP or this marketing strategist, to then become to find that that blue ocean. Is that what can you do? Because your place of employment is not breaking any ground, so how can you break ground with the things that are just kind of status quo where you work? So it literally is almost a tale of two cities when you look at it like that. There's your discipline that you should have a blue ocean strategy for, and then the one that's not not in your control is where you work, and do they have a blue ocean strategy? So from that standpoint, what I didn't bring up, uh, I think, before when we talked about this at another point was something to look for when you're actually looking to go to a, a new job. You might want to find out how progressive they are, what, if they're pioneering. I mean, and not just in healthcare. It could be in anything. And again, I come back to the quote that, I, that they said at Content Marketing World. I think it like four talks used it, the Jeff Bezos quote. So what's dangerous is to not evolve. And we talk about this. We look at what Amazon was when they first came out. They only sold books. Now look what they do. They sell vitamins and, and I mean, anything, anything under the sun. So they have, like you said, they didn't do anything new they just expanded. And look where they are now, $4 billion or whatever it is, a year company. I mean, it's just them looking at where they could go and kind of opening up their possibilities. And I think that is the key to this whole thing.
1: I agree, and I think there are a couple of other components to it that are related that can impact that because we really do like to be the reality check, don't we? We do, we do. For all of you out there, because we're living this too. And you think about the reality is that Requests are going to come in one way or the other, so we can't ignore them or just ice them all the time. Right. You know, we, We've got to get those things done because there's that daily churn of projects that they need to get done. Yeah. So we can't ignore them, but it's usually a different mind space to think innovatively. Because in the book Blue Ocean Strategy, for instance, there are different frameworks, and it's mostly talking business strategies, but those nine times out of ten turn into, or at least connect with, your marketing strategy or your technology or your development strategy, your product development strategy. And it can be night and day uh, when you're trying to think of, oh man, I want to innovate, but I just don't have that one big idea. And we've got to think more iteratively. We've got to think small tweaks. We've got to think in these frameworks, they're talking about, hey, look at a trend that happened in a different industry. Would that make sense? You know, Has has that happened in our industry? If not, why not? It looks at, hey, look at you know, instead of just comparing yourself to companies of the same size or companies that do the exact same thing, why aren't you comparing yourself to other companies and
2: seeing what they're doing instead? In totally different uh, industries, right? You, right? Like You said, look at what Coke has done. Look at what look at what Craft has done. Look at what Procter and Gamble has done. Look at what any of these companies have done. I always liked the the one that just kind of blew me away was the the Dove. What is it? The soap. I mean, the, yeah. the, their commercials were unbelievable. The Png Olympic commercials. I mean, just some of these things that you see look at Wendy's and Denny's on Twitter and, you know, social media using humor. I mean, it's that kind of thing that they've broken new ground and no one told them how to do that. I don't even know if an agency told them, you know what you should do? Someone, I bet just on the inside, maybe had a great idea, but here's the key. And I think we, we gloss over this a lot. We may have, I will apologize right now. We may have glossed over when we were talking about the science experiment was you've got to get buy-in. And that's why that hypothesis is so important. Because if you're just coming up with crazy ideas, you're just going to be the crazy idea guy. You got to have some tie back to what a strategy is. That's the key. That's where you, I think, where you make your your value, where you show your value, is you can be crazy, but be crazy to the point where you're helping a strategy and helping the company, and don't just come up with ideas to come up with ideas. So I think that's important too. <music>
0: Everybody wants their content to work, but if you're not careful, it'll drive you berserk. You need the right partner, but where to begin? Use True North Custom, that's how you win in healthcare content marketing. Gotta try something new, because innovation is king. True North Custom, they're the bomb. Check it at truenorthcustom.com. Guys, listen up. True North Custom is the only healthcare marketing firm delivering the full continuum of content strategy for 30 years, guys, 30 years. They've helped healthcare organizations engage consumers and clinicians through award-winning content and data-driven campaigns. Today, more than 500 clients trust them for expertise in three categories. Excellent content supporting brand, driving business, and leveraging marketing technology solutions. Think about it. Two-thirds of healthcare marketers feel content marketing is essential or very important to their organization. But with the rise of content marketing as an effective way to amplify your voice and boost patient volume, separating your brand's signal from all the noise can be a challenge. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? So here's where this comes in. This is an exclusive download for healthcare rap listeners. True North has a free guide for you to download. It's called Content Plus Automation, the modern marketing power couple. Guys, this is a way to supercharge your content strategy. It's really easy. All you got to do is go to bit.ly slash healthcare Wrap one, the number one. That's where you will find this exclusive resource. Again, it's available only for healthcare rap listeners. So check that again. It's at bit.ly slash healthcare Wrap And the number one,
1: tell your whole crew. That's a really good point because you can be seen as the one that just comes up with ideas. If you're not getting the other things done,
2: you that's can't do one too. at the
1: expense of the other, right. and that unfortunately can be a hindrance as well. So uh, that I mean, that's a really good point. There's a there's kind of a backstop there of like you still have to get the daily things done, and mm-hmm. so uh, we think about it that way. You know, what are some some things, some obstacles, uh, other ones that kind of get in our way? There, I mean, one quite frankly is that we don't think we we just talked about you know. I don't think I have that big idea that's worth investing in. Yeah. Well, chances are if you feel that strongly about it, you know maybe it's not, <laughs> but right. not everyone knows they're onto something right away and it's not something uh, as much of a departure and totally new and innovative as you might think. So, you know, don't discredit an idea because you're not sure how uh, how disruptive it can be or how innovative. Feel that out, you know, see yeah. see what you can do with you, it.
2: You might have gotten served a vanilla sundae, but it's going to be up to you to take you know you still want to have the the main part of that sunday is the vanilla ice cream but now how can you add the toppings to it and put the cherry on top i know it's a funny analogy but it comes down to working with people you know and and riff off of ideas that that people give you so a churn idea that comes in you should be open to seeing how that could turn into something bigger or how do you consolidate that with another two or three pieces to make one campaign or something like that. So what I'm saying is, in effect, don't just isolate these pieces of churn that come in and just look at them as, as single individual fires. There are times where you can say you can mix and match ideas and turn it into one bigger thing. I guess it's just that again, it's easy for us to sit here and say this because we're on a podcast right now. We're not sitting in our own cubicles and doing the work because, believe me, I know how it goes. But if you can just sit back and try to look at a collective situation, I think it's going to be better for you. But um, easier said than done, obviously.
1: Well, you know, but that, that always happens. So, I mean, that that's a really good point is that you're kind of bringing us back to reality, Peter. Yeah. You know, that we're, reality check time. We're, we're sitting here and we're listening to things and thinking, that's great. Yeah, we're just going to go out there and be innovative. <laughs> and it takes some time. It takes a lot of discipline. Uh, I'm finding even just time-wise, there are so many days where I'm like, man, I, I, I got something brewing in here. but. I can't even look at it today. Yeah, I can't even look at it this week. Might yeah. not even be able to look at it this month? And so I don't want to lose those things. I don't want to lose those ideas. But at the same time, man, other other things got to get done. And so it's a recognition of striking that balance. I feel like, and the last thing we want to do is that is to have innovation be a reason that we didn't get things done. So yeah, that that doesn't work. We all know that. That right. that's no excuse. Well, we don't want to do as well. On the other side of the spectrum is to work really hard on something and come up with it and then realize either it's been done and it's been done a lot better than we did it. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're know, you not you're not the first. You don't even have to be the first. Maybe you're one of the first, but you do it really well or you do it in a unique way. Uh, what if you put all that effort into something and investigating a, a new channel or developing a new technology, a new mobile app, a new anything, and... Turns out it doesn't work, or nobody wants to use it. So there's a there's a lot more to it besides that. But if we're not at least trying to get ahead of the curve, then we never will, right. and we'll always carry this label of being behind. And so, even just putting forth a couple of steps, like a, a little bit of effort towards getting ahead of the curve, it will help. And I, I've seen success just by even in the middle of all the churn, even in the middle of all the the daily things and the crises that are going on. To be able to just throw an idea, like plant a seed somewhere in a conversation. Oh man, like these things are, we're getting through these things, but hey, you know what would be really cool? Yeah. <laughs> what if we got to do this and this and this? Right. You know, wouldn't that be uh, the right direction to go on something? And uh, just sparking a little conversation is usually one of those that, you know, you're going to tuck away and, and put away for later, but then maybe bring it up. Hey, you know that time? You know, we were talking about such and such idea. I've actually been thinking about that. And here's the first step we can take on that. You know, are we good with that?
2: The parking lot on when, and meetings, when you when you have your big your, your notepads and we are like, oh, we're going to put that in the parking lot. It's become so much more important now, I think. Remember, the parking lot was just like a black hole. Okay. I think the parking lot could actually be great if you decide that maybe it's just not that time, the right time, but we're going to put it in the, you know, quote unquote parking lot. Maybe it's time to, to open up that parking lot again and, and start driving some of those cars out because there might be great ideas just waiting for something to happen.
1: That's true. So you might get in one of those cars and drive right over this assumption because we just we just Killed drove it. over Killed it. Killed it. Killed
2: it. Roadkill. <laughs> nice.
1: Nice. Yeah. This is one of those topics that we could keep, you know, going on as a theme in other future episodes yeah. because it has to do with a lot of things and at the same time we are, you know, like we said, trying to bring a dose of, you know, real world into it. But we can't let that stop us. We can't let that slow us down. We can't let the thought of uh, the daily grind actually get us down. We have to rise above that because there's a lot that needs to be worked on in this healthcare system.
2: Yes, I agree. I agree. Couldn't be agree- more in more agreement.
1: Well, good. Well, then hopefully you're also in more agreement that it's time to give our shout out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Shout out is kind of our newish segment where uh, we're gonna just uh, give thanks, give ode give tribute to thought an idea, a person, a thing that we've seen out there recently that has just inspired us in one way or another caused us to think about things differently. So my shout-out is going to Paul Zablowski, who's an independent consultant now. He was the former Senior Vice President of Brand Experience at Texas Health Resources, a very well-known figure in healthcare marketing circles, uh, known for just getting us to think differently about everything from consumer experience uh, to our branding, to our messaging, and and so forth. And so uh, one thing that he said recently Uh, that he's, it's kind of one of his themes, but it's just really struck me again lately. Uh, Paul said you cannot see the future standing in the mainstream. Just like, you know, let that sink in, right? Like you cannot see the future standing in the mainstream. And he went on in the same talk that I heard. uh, He said uncommon and innovative insights come from uncommon and innovative places. So in other words, it literally does matter If we're standing still in our perspective of where we're coming from, we'll never come up with innovative ideas. We will never even want to change if we keep our feet planted where they are. So love that. You cannot see the future standing in the mainstream. You're going to have to get to one side or another. You have to be marginalized a little bit. uh, And that's where you really see some creativity and innovation coming through.
2: I love that. I love that. Well, I'm going to give a, a shout out to a gentleman that I met a while back uh, when I was working uh, in the financial sector for uh, a good four years. Uh, I met him at uh, South by Southwest. His name is uh, Mike Langford. He's the CEO of FinServe Marketing. I'm friends with him on LinkedIn. And um, he threw a video up uh, yesterday or the day before or so. And he called it how to help senior executives see the value in digital marketing. And um, it caught my attention because he Talked about how his 13 year old son, which I also have a 13 year old son, he thought it was ludicrous that he would watch his 13 year old son watch other people, uh, videos of other people playing video games. <laughs> and this is a happening thing in in our house. I come in sometimes and I see my son watching videos of other people playing video games. And I said, This is absolutely ludicrous. I, I love playing video games growing up. So the idea of playing it and then watching someone play it was just like so. Polar opposite for me. I couldn't believe it. But then I, I watched this video from Mike, and, and again, nice job on the video, Mike. And he basically said, Look, Amazon bought this channel Twitch for, I think he said, $2 billion. That Amazon bought this channel Twitch for, I think he said, $2 billion. And it, it's all about watching people play video games. So, you know, where I might not do this doesn't mean that it shouldn't be a strategy or a, a channel or a a way to, to go to market. That was kind of the way he used this analogy is, you know, if you're an executive over a communications area or really anything this could apply to if you don't use it in your life, it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be used as a strategy. Because chances are, a lot of other people are using it. I thought that was really impressive, and I, I just give him a big shout out. And um, great to be LinkedIn with you, Mike. And keep up the great videos. So nice job. We kind of like LinkedIn, don't we? We do. We are on there quite a bit. We're on there, <laughs> and you should hit us up on there. I mean, please talk to us on there. We we love it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate the, the shout out there. Just love the intersection of all these new ideas. I love the idea of trying to take things to a next level, of not being satisfied, aiming for yesterday's target, right. and really trying to hit today or tomorrow's bullseye even better. And so just to put a bow on all of this, I want to thank you guys at, for listening to this. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, on LinkedIn, yes, uh, Anywhere, anywhere. Uh, Right. Find us, yeah. talk to us, let us know what else you'd like to hear. And thanks again. And on behalf of Peter and myself, that's a wrap.